Welcome to If Not Us Then Who, a fan fiction inspired actual play podcast where we are playing Final Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG. And we are also taking stories made by corporations and taking them for ourselves to tell better stories with them because if we don't, who will? My name is Riley Hopkins. My pronouns are he, they, and I am joined by Vita. Hi, I'm Vita. My pronouns are she, her. I'm also joined by Seth. Hi, I'm Seth, and my pronouns are he, him. And finally, I'm joined by Caitlin. Hello, I am Caitlin. My pronouns are they, them. This is what a tight ship looks like. I feel like I am like, we are cruising, things are great, and we are today going to start our our game. In the universe that we set up in these past three Spindle Wheel episodes, we are now going to step forward into the light of this wild and crazy world. But to do that, we need to make characters. So, um, let's... Hi, hi, friends. Who has an idea and who wants to start first in their kind of in making these characters? We can all kind of go through it together. Basically, does anyone have any questions? I know y'all, some of y'all have already got started. Some of y'all haven't at all. Both are valid and chill. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about this character for a long time, but I definitely only kind of sort of started today. So I don't mm. know if that's uh, more or less entertaining to start with, but I can go first if people. We ain't we ain't entertaining. This motherfucker is gonna be cut to hell. <laughs> you, you know how very random encounters does its character creation episodes in that it's just mm-hmm. like bop bop bop. There's the information. We're out. We're good. That's yes. that's, that's what we're that's shooting the energy. for. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll go first. I'm ready. Hello, my friends. I am here to kind of cut down the the length of time that we're gonna need to explain stuff to you. And I'm just going to get right to it here, just to, just to let you know what Caitlin's character is, who they've got in the pipeline. <clears throat> so let me introduce you to Sidara Temple. Sidara is a Deveronian. Um, she, we've gotten rid of the gender dimorphism that uh, Deveronians have, so she has sick horns. I think they kind of curl back a little bit more like a goat's. And she's a bone eater. Her career is a seeker and her specialization is executioner. Um, She has 20 obligation in duty bound, which means that she is just duty bound to uh, kill force users. (laughs) And she has a fervor of 15 to act on those beliefs, to act on that hunting down of uh, uh, force force users and such. Um... You know, she's got other cool stats. She upped her, like, uh, Sidara's got a higher willpower than than an average Deveronian, but that's about it. Um, doesn't have any force powers as of yet. Um, wears these kind of metal, like, force-blocking cuffs to kind of keep, keep herself from connecting too much to the force. Um, has a cool lightsaber that is hers it's like a short shoto and also has a punch dagger (laughs) um has like a really cool jacket and otherwise is just vibing she hasn't been able to contact the other bone eaters in quite some time um they've all gone dark after the big attack and no one quite knows why so while she's been hunting to find out why she's joined up with the crew of this ship that's it. That's all you need to know. Look at that. That's that's what we call quick. That's what we call efficient, baby. Um, the backstory I kind of came up with is mostly just like she grew up in a village that was like in very close proximity to a large bone eater settlement. And uh-huh. when she was little, she was very force sensitive and like 
caused a lot of damage that really scared her. And so her uh, her mom was friends with a bone eater and he came and was like, here, I'm going to put the... Because we established in our talking on... I think it was off mic, but we kind of established that like we thought it would be a good... Or I thought it would be a cool idea to have like like force dampening cuffs yeah, essentially yeah. that they wear because like they're force users but they you know abhor force users so they try to rely on it as little as possible mm-hmm. um and so i feel like she gets a f- like fit with those kinds of things and then like and like the dude probably like because he's friends with her mom he doesn't kill her he's just like here i'm gonna put these on you and then like <laughs> she's just like well i'm gonna i'm gonna do that when i grow up because this is dangerous and scary um and I think that's kind of what it, like, I want it to be, like, not a religious thing, but just, like, in her mind, like, she truly feels like people who are born Force-sensitive are dangerous whether they want to be or not, because, like, people will always try to use them and exploit them, and, like, mm-hmm. that makes you even more dangerous to some degree, because, like, you don't have a choice in it, like, there's, it's always going to be out of your control to a degree, um, and so she, like, genuinely thinks it's better to, like, take those people out and, like, spare Jesus. them that than, like, allow that to continue. And also, like, she's convinced, like, she's going to die doing this. So, like, it's fine, you know? She's scary and frightening. And I I'm love ex- her. <laughs> I'm excited to see how this will kind of shake together. We then went and built caitlin's lightsaber and uh kind of flesh out the lore of it once we uh were did some of the rolls it's a big pile of dice forcer all right so you fucked up building your lightsaber the first time yeah that's interesting i wonder why that is and i think the i think the uh advantage here is that it didn't like like the hilt how did you fuck up like what went wrong when you were building your saber the first time I think maybe I, like, put the crystal in wrong. Like, not in a it'll explode way, but just in a Uh way where it just, like, kind of, like, fizzles out and doesn't work. Because I was just, like, afraid of it and was, like, just, like, too worked up to, like, be paying enough attention. Mm -hmm. What were you you afraid of about the lightsaber? Like, what what about that, like, kind of caught you weird? I think Sadara is just, like, afraid of being what she is. Like, she's truly, like, convinced of how dangerous, like, being a Force user is to herself and others. And, like, getting the lightsaber is kind of, like, a sign of having to, like, go out and actually use it. And she's, like, a little bit scared of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think the people around you see that, like the person who the person who runs this meeting or whatever, you know, the person mm-hmm. who's like here, kind of like trying to walk you through it, like sees that. It's probably it's probably a uh, it's probably her mom's friend, and um, she like reaches over to like start like helping you with it and like pointing out where things went wrong. And so because of that, I am going to um, ask you to. Roll a yellow, a green, and a blue, and we're going to add another yellow on from her help, and it's going to roll this green and this blue, and we're going to move from there. So roll those really quick. A YGB. Very good. So that's enough to kick it up to just a just a victory, you know, just like a straight up like, cool, this worked. So we're just going to do one success on there and like two advantage. 
Okay. And then we're going to click next on here. And now you get to spend those advantage to like change it a little bit. And you'll right. be able to re-edit okay. it later once you're like, you know, not terrified and sitting there scared. Who wants to to enter into the party zone next? I have jumped into the party zone. Seth, welcome to the party Hi. zone. Howdy, talk, howdy, howdy. Talk to me. So I have a created character. Um, statistically, I actually haven't done. I don't. I don't. I don't cook my little babies for too long before games because it never really lands the same way as soon as you start playing, anyways. But um, yeah, I made uh, I made a a, a a little a little panda bear named Ashihara. Hello, what's good? Back again. Let me talk to you about Ashihara. Ashi is an Ubiz. Seth is playing this uh, Ubiz technician who kind of worked his way out from under the the thumb of some different crime syndicates. Um, For those of you that don't know, Ubiz is what uh, Princess Leia was pretending to be when she raided Jabba's palace to save save Han's ass. Um, Ashi is a technician, specifically an outlaw tech. Um, Let's talk about his uh, obligation. His obligation is an obsession. He needs to craft, needs to get cooler stuff. I kind of frame this like, oh, Entrapta from She-Ra. Um, but Seth has more specific things in mind. Um, Aishi has a bounty on his head, which we haven't really got into yet, but we're, we're figuring that out. And unfinished business. Just kind of wants to work on a ship or like work on something extensively to make it better. Make it just vibe a little bit cooler. Aishi's got a blaster pistol, but most importantly has a droid by his side, whose name is Burke. Burke is a pit droid that Aishi has found and refitted. Uh, like in episode one, it is an old buddy. It is a little clanker, and he is, um, you know, he does his best. There, it's uh, Seth said Aish, uh, Burke is Aishi's best friend, and there we fucking go. That is that. That's that's your boy. That's. Aishi, in a nutshell, uh, let's get into talking about his relationship with Burke. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to think here, because we could either talk about uh, you and and Burke, or we could, uh, like, is there anything else that we could, like, kind of dig into here? Like, why you want to build an... Is building a new robot a thing that you're, like, looking to do right now? Or, like, is it, like... Yeah, like over over the course of us playing, I would like to build a lightsaber and build a droid and do one mm-hmm. more thing. What was it? Um, I don't know. Take care of a ship, so that's pretty much taken care of. But um, yeah, I think I think I think my pit droid has kind of always been a sidekick, but I need I need to like prove that I can make one from scratch to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um. What is y'all's relationship like? Like you and Burke? Is it like you said friends earlier? Yeah, I mean, I think we were childhood friends, so it's like it's like I'm the only uh, one allowed to call him stupid, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where we're we're probably fairly um antagonistic, but that's kind of like I I think we like fighting. Mm-hmm. Does does Burke talk? No. Well, I think I think. Burke talks really simply, and I think in droid speak, it's not quite as. I think he kind of uh, eloquates his like reactions and emotions in like really straightforward, like you know, three word sentences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he's not he's not particularly eloquent. Okay. Okay. 
I like that. And he speaks that he speaks he speaks in basic or does he speak in um in binary? Uh, yeah, like, I think he just I think he just whistles and bops. Okay, awesome. Um, good news. The uh, soundboard that I have does just have. Did you hear that or no? Nope. Cool. It has a bunch of a uh, pitroid chatter and like giggles and stuff. <laughs> hey, so that's right. just gonna be a thing I'm gonna be able to do. So I'm gonna make a folder for that and I love work that. On arranging that, which will be neat. Um, put that in as Burke. Um, how did you two meet? Um, I I dug him out of scrap. I think I yeah. I, I think I found him in his clammed up, um, clammed up form and it was kind of one of those take the radio apart to see if i can put it back together sort of things Mm -hmm. and uh um i popped them open and he immediately started causing havoc in my little space (laughs) (laughs) when did when did you think the time was that you two became friends uh i must have been 10 maybe yeah yeah so he's he's well i mean i'm not i don't think i don't think ac is terribly i think he's actually still probably pretty young so i mean i've probably known him for like a decade i i love that and does he have like does he have agency like in the area like can he like if he was like hey i'm gonna head out for a little bit i'll be right back yeah for sure i think i think especially over time because i think aishi hates the idea that a lot of these droids get like tossed and recycled after like a year Mm -hmm. when they're when they're not like functioning as good he's like that's still good like what and so I think he has, over the years, m- maybe not necessarily done anything that would affect its stats, but just mm-hmm. added enough that it's it's kind of a um, a pit droid plus where it kind of has its own autonomy. It's a little more clever, has a couple more pieces to it. I like that a lot. And my final question is: Is he charged by uh, a Kyber crystal? Um, I would love that if that's an option. <laughs> it, it is like he could have a Kyber crystal inside of him. Absolutely. And in that case, I I just need you to tell me what kind of crystal it is. But first, we are going to (coughs) climb over here. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to sit next to my friend Vita. Hi, bud. (laughs) Hello. How's it going? It's going okay. Yeah. (laughs) So how much have you gotten through on this? Like 85%. And finally, let's take a second and talk about uh, our good friend Numi Griff. Numi is cool. This is who Vita's playing. They are a Sathari, which is like the only like actual bird person in Star Wars. They're just like straight up, like they look a lot like a Rito from Zelda, except instead of having like wings for hands, they have more like kind of like arms that have wings on them, if that makes sense. Um... Numi is a explorer, a pirate, a fringer, a ship captain. Numi is an extraordinaire, but also a bit of a con, con artist. Uh, she puts on this really kind of tough front, but what Numi really wants to be is a chef, but puts on the front of being a hardcore badass just to kind of trick and bamboozle people. Um, Numi has 10 obligation, 5 in disgraced, um, because she left her family, she she kind of pushed away from them and went to go do her own shit um her family has you know kind of disowned her she's disgraced in that and she has a five obsession where she just wants to be a chef really bad um she took on a ton of different uh specializations three distinct ones um which makes her the most multifaceted of the entire group 
Um, she has a chef's knife that she carries around and a uh, vibro ring, a vibrating boomerang, which rules. And she also owns the ship, the Dawn Shredder. We'll get into that a little bit, uh, in just a little bit. But that is the basics of our girl, Numi Griff. So the deep lore of the Sathari is that they're fiercely loyal to their family and friends and that they like, uh, they don't leave their home planet because they're very kind of homey and family oriented and stuff. Um, she was exiled for reasons that I still haven't decided uh, from her home planet. Her home planet is one of those that were affected during the... Um, I've closed the tab, but you know how we said in the world building thing that there was a bunch of planets that had like a plague happen? Yes. Yeah, that that is her home planet was one of those planets. Um and now it's like a lush green place because the force a force user interfered and stuff. So she comes from a home planet like that and she left her home planet and wanted to become a chef um but <laughs> went kind of a roundabout way about it and now she's a pirate and she's got a ship and she's got a first mate and she is like my leading thought was captain shakespeare from stardust who okay. is for the uninitiated captain shakespeare is like this character who comes off as this fierce scary scary pirate but the the actual story is that it's all an act and that he's a nice guy who's just like very much into upholding this like menacing reputation also he does drag and he does (laughs) drag yeah (laughs) this rules okay so making a quick jump to the ship stuff have you picked a ship yes i have Okay, cool, cool. So, all right, <laughs> tell me about the spaceship. <laughs> okay, uh, what do you want to know first? Like, I, love- I guess the model? <laughs> yeah, give me the model. The model is a Gthrock 720 light freighter. A Gthrock 720. <laughs> I'm scrolling through here. G-H- there it is. Oh, it's yeah. one of these! Yeah. It's a turtle. I- it's a it turtle! Is a t- it's a turtle ship. Um... I picked it because it says that, that it's got like a carries a crew of two with accommodation for ten passengers, two secure two two secure cargo holds, blah blah. Uh-huh. Extended bridge and command deck, and then it's got like a panoramic observation dome, which I thought was cool, and that is <laughs> yep. pretty much it. So I several. Was just like, Several great yeah. things about this. One, okay. since you picked this, this is this means you have a clanker. You have a two hundred year old ship that you are like sorting, like you were sorting through your planet or whatever, and you're like, that's it. That's what's gonna carry me to be top chef. And you fucking picked it up and like got it. Like it is by default running like a thing that is two hundred years old. That is this, amazing. This rules. Does it have a name? I literally only picked it because I was scrolling through the like image mm-hmm. Im- image previews and I was like, oh, this one looks cute and the right size. Yes, it does have a name, Riley. So yes. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so, <laughs> you know how in the hit book series Chronicles of Narnia by noted Catholic C.S. Lewis, um, <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the um 
One of the books is called The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. This ship is called The Dawn Shredder. Holy uh, God, yes. that rules! That's, That's such so a good sick, name! Peter. That's such a metal name for such a cute <laughs> shit. <laughs> the Dawn Shredder, and it works with your shtick. Oh, this slaps. Okay. Um, have you thought of equipment, I guess, is the next No. Is- okay, so cool. We'll do equipment together as a team. Everyone come back, link hands. Can I talk to you about the Dawn Shredder really quick? Yeah. So where do you get it? Uh, oh shit. Uh, I said yes too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Uh, but I, I don't know anything about Star Wars. Fuck. Don't, don't um, worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Here, here's what we can do. If you want, I can at Spindlebot, Spindlewheelbot, yes, and ask please. for one yeah. card. Fuck. Yeah. 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 So I, <laughs> I've, I've hit one. We're going to wait for it to come in because um, it's going to take a second to like fucking process its shit. As it always does. Yeah. And um, we're going to kind of go from there because, yeah, we can figure this out together on how you got this this dope ship. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. Have you decked out the inside at all? Is there anything that says, like, this is specifically um, Numi's? I have not thought about that at all. I've been on Instagram this whole time. I'm very tired. Um... You're valid. <laughs> absolutely valid i'll i'm thinking about it i don't know yeah probably no. i i'm like my instinct is to say yes but i don't know with what i'm thinking like probably just like food stuff like mm-hmm. herbs and, and herbs mostly herbs like mm-hmm. she sticks stuff up to dry mm-hmm. so that she can use it to cook and no but wait evil like ne- needs to be like the 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 her rep needs to be like mean and 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 bad. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, well, maybe people man. don't get onto a ship often. I just I just pulled how you got True. the ship, and it is the oh. Prince of Fate, um, okay. which is either deposed okay. and exiled, titles revoked, and respect <laughs> rescinded, or it is last of a legacy, blessed by birthright, cursed by prophecy. Oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs> I mean that is like my character's card. <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty yep, much. Yep. Spinning um, don't lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Take your time. Like my first instinct was that she just got it off a junk man, mm-hmm. a junk person, a junker, a junkman, uh, <laughs> junkman, uh, <laughs> off a space. Uh... Fuck! I'm so sorry. Don't this be sorry. Coffee this coffee isn't working. I'm not. My brain is like shutting down. What do you call it? Junkyard. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Like a junkyard. Scrapyard. You got it from a junker. You got it from like a like somebody who just like running a fucking uh junk shop on whatever planet that uh, you ended up on. I think so. Yeah, but I think it's been a long enough time since I've had the ship that it's now has personality, and mm-hmm. it and it is now wholly my ship, not just oh I I picked this up and it was the cheapest thing that I could get. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. she has put effort into it, into making it run the way she wants. It's still a rust bucket, like we said. It's not a great ship, but it's mm-hmm. it's her ship. God damn it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess depose and exile titles revoked, respect rescinded would be the one that that works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because the, the ship is a reject, just like her. Oh. Exactly. It's been sitting here. Because who the fuck's going to get this ship? They've been putting out new ships for years, and no, like, the Dawn Shredder is hers. And so, yes, yes I love that. Next, let's talk about what Numi Griff, Vita's character, looks like. <laughs> yes. Very good. Oh, uh, uh, one thing I forgot to say about what my character looks like. This is incredibly important. Um, mm. So the Sathari, like, they all look different because they are different birds and, like, they can have different colors of their plumage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Numi's color scheme is based on the lilac-breasted roller, which is a very small African bird. Um, I will paste a image in the chat and mm-hmm. I will... I will describe it. It's like a small bird that is, it has a lilac breast and it also has like a turquoise butt and a bit of orange on the wings and a bit of green on the head. And it's like a very bright colored little bird. So that is, that is, those are her colors. That rules. (laughs) It's sherbet as fuck. I love it. You might have heard Vita mention a co-pilot somewhere in here. What what what's their deal? Yes, there is a companions bit in this big thing. Uh huh. Should we do companions? Because I do have a co-pilot or a first mate. Oh my god, you have a first mate. Um, I have a first mate. Fuck yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Totally. Tell me about your first mate. <laughs> I I don't know you don't uh, know them if that, shit if i do that, know them i do know them okay because i was gonna say if that's the case i could make someone that's just my gmpc <laughs> that's just the uh, person oh I you can do that with. yeah you can do that <laughs> unless let's do you, that unless you want to oh no you can do i think this would be more fun this person is a coloran which is like the the snake people that i sent uh earlier the sneeple the sneeple with like the, they have like <laughs> yeah. the, the big cobra hoods um I was almost a sneeple, but so I'm Oh do- I was I was almost that snake person. They rule <laughs> they're so cool. They're really cool. Yeah. I almost did it too, Vita. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah. I was also like when I was thinking about my first mate, I was gonna make them that species. So this is perfect. Fuck we are yeah. on the right track. Um their name is Tizon Burrows, but they yes. go by Zon. Great. Do they know you as the chef or do they know you as the pirate? The chef, love that. They they are the they are the the person that knows my secret. They're like the only person who knows that I'm not a horror like a ferocious pirate secretly. Love, 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 love this. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make them. We have a pirate slash chef. We have a uh, tech person on the run, and we have a bone eater. The next question is, how did these suckers all come together? To which there is the easy answer. We've already heard about uh, Sadara, who came onto the ship trying to find shuttle to the last Bone Eater refuge to try to figure out what happened. But how did Aishi get here? Why are, why are they hanging out with Numi? Well, Aishi had a bounty out on, on him, and Numi was strolling through space and captured him. And then put him away in a jail cell and Aishi while in there noticed that some things were kind of going wrong there were some technical malfunctions the door was sticking and so he broke out of his prison cell went and fixed the thing and then came back (laughs) after doing that enough times Numi decided that it was better to keep Aishi around than otherwise 
And then his interactions with with Sadara, you know, Ishii's so fascinated by lightsabers and by kyber crystals and by that kind of stuff. So even though uh, even though Sadara's not a huge fan of, you know, being a force user, actually herself, um, <laughs> Ishii is enamored with that shit. It just keeps peppering her with questions. Oh, it's good shit. Um... Okay, oh. fuck yes, fuck yes. Alright, y'all, we have it. We have characters, we have a ship, we have some lightsabers, we have some droids, we have a whole story out in front of us right now. This is so exciting. Hell yeah, baby. Hell and yeah. With that, listener, thank you so much for joining us for this character creation. I will. This will be edited down. And so I'm excited to see what this comes out at, at hour 28 of our recording. But I'm so fucking excited. Um, Vita, where can they find you on the internet if they want to see you? You can find me on Twitter at Vita is online. Caitlin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CG and ARs. Sethery. Uh, you can find me at a uh, sender. That's uh underscore sender. And that's on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at RevRyBread. That's Rev Like Rev and Rye Bread Like Rye Bread. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to be doing this. This is going to be a blast. Thank you all for joining us. And until next time, fuck Star Wars. Fuck Star, fuck Star Wars. Star Wars. Wars.